Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle Podcast. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I'm joined by the husband and wife team of Wendy Ferber and Andy Nadell of Pride Products to discuss an important pivot they made during the pandemic. The endeavor, based on a family love of game nights, led to a new business opportunity called Connectorship that also opened the door to sell more promo. Buckle up as we discuss virtual game experiences, social media, and promo right now on The Social Angle. Wendy Ferber and Andy Nadell, welcome to The Social Angle. Hi. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So how are you guys doing today? We're good. We're good. We're doing great. Sunny day on a Thursday, and we're we're doing well. Awesome. So we have a great topic. We're going to discuss a pivot you made during the pandemic that led to a new and exciting business opportunity. But before we do that, please take a second to introduce yourself, your business, and how long you guys have been in the promo industry. Well, I'm Wendy Ferber from Pride Products. And I'm, I'm Andy Nadell as well from Pride Products. So we've been in business for over 23 years, going on 24 years on, in August. Um, Pride Products is our um, promotional products distributorship. Um, we've you know, done that for 23 years. And then um, when uh, COVID hit, everything kind of changed. And I know you're going to get into that. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to talk about what happened last year with COVID, you know, business came to a screeching halt, but the two of you put your heads together and came up with a way to, to stay top of mind with your clients. Can you tell us a little bit more about the idea that you had and how it led to Connector Central and Connectorship? Sure. So it was early April, you know, we were shell-shocked from COVID, clients were just shutting down their marketing budgets. And I said to Andy, um, we should do a virtual cocktail party with our clients. At the time, that was kind of like a brilliant idea. Nobody had done that yet because it was at the very beginning. And he said, oh, I'll take care of that because he's more like the entertainer and the business development person. He goes, oh, I got it. And then I'll let Andy take over from there. Yeah, you know, I, I am a game freak. Wendy's right. I love games for you know the obvious reason. Games are inclusive games give everyone a turn that's a big thing people are laughing smiling so when wendy's um, idea of happy hour he said let's turn it into a game thing let's actually turn it into also a way to get to know our clients better instead of inviting everyone each of our client service people invited a given client they would kind of partner up vincent and um, we would uh, create some activities that might be how well do you know each other, um, which would be a great way, by the way, for us to get to know our clients better. And we brought in some other activities. Um, so um, yeah, that's that's really what happened. And, um, and to keep it moving forward, it was a success. We did it a couple more times and some clients asked us, could you do this for us? And bingo, a business is born. Um, and, uh, and, and then we can go from there later on. But that's just the idea from Wendy's uh, happy hour, cocktail hour idea, turning into games, and then clients saying they had fun. Can you do it for us? And, and so our daughter was home from, she was in a semester abroad, and she was home for this, she got called home for COVID. And so she helped Andy um, create connectorship. And um, they started going out and marketing it to our clients. And it, you know, we started, we started in one area of a client and they sent us over to a different area. 
And it was an additional product to sell because we weren't just selling promotional products, which nobody was ordering from us at the time to selling virtual events. And, and, and Amy, our daughter, Vincent, um, she, you know, we're a family of five and she's probably the second ranking game lover in our family. <laughs> um, the other three, you know, come along for the ride, I would say, but she, she has that creative spark, the energy. Um, so we banged our heads together in terms of content and, you know, making that first sale for money was um, for all distributors. We all remember our first sale. It is not easy to get someone to pay, please. I'll, get, I'll pay you, you know, right. anyhow. So I have a question about the technical aspect. So a year ago, we all we all went from being in an office to, to now working from home. We all had to kind of get used to technology. You know, like we were pushed into like the world of Zoom. Now, everything that you guys do in, con in connectorship is, is it Zoom based? Yes. So what was the learning curve like from a technical aspect? You know, Thank you, Amy Natel, because um, her dad is the opposite spectrum. I, I have to admit, I'm a very low tech guy in Zoom. Like, what was Zoom? So she, um, you know, a young college senior um, navigated quickly. Her sister had some knowledge from her job. The two of them, Wendy's pretty sharp there. And everyone kind of contributed to figure it out. Um, and I kind of went for the ride. That wasn't my job. But, you know, someone who's good at tech, um, which was Amy, Jess, Wendy, um, that's what made it happen. So, so all of your, um, your, your virtual experiences are run through Zoom? Correct. Okay. And you found that, you know, it's been a, a good experience with Zoom? Yeah, no, no issues. We've done some Zoom webinars when clients wanted audiences. Um, and uh, honestly, we just don't have time to look at other platforms that may be better, but that's on that to-do list. Sure, sure. So um, you have Connectorship and you have Connector Central. Can you guys talk a little bit about what the difference is? Sure. So Connectorship is a virtual game experience. We provide the content. There are several virtual game hosts besides Andy. And so we can book out lots of events at the same time or at different hours because we have a lot of different virtual game events hosts. But um, so, some clients were started asking us like, oh, do you do wine tasting also? Can you do this for us? And we're like, oh, look at that. We have like a captive audience. So I started working on putting together a website. It's called connectorcentral.com. And it has all these, uh, it has 16 other virtual events as well. We have our biggest events are magic and mentalism. We have mixology. We have wine tasting. We have coffee tasting. We have improv. We have paint and sip. We have mindfulness and some other events also because clients kept on asking us well do you do this do you do that so um we launched that at the end of september and we went back to our clients and said so you've done connectorship do you want to do something else as well so we're trying to keep our clients within the virtual game space within our family of companies so that that's fascinating i mean it's it sounds like you guys have a completely separate successful business is that correct it is, it is correct, but we use our connections from 23 years of doing promotional products. Those are our contacts. So we're not starting from scratch, trying to find business from scratch, although we've added to that and we've used that as a way to develop promotional products business as well. So how much time does this take of yours? I mean, I know that everyone is kind of shifting back to, you know, full speed ahead promotional products. 
how much time is this taking from you guys from from your promotional products business? Well, I, I I shifted to really all in on connectorship, and Wendy's taken the lead at Pride Products, as well as Central. Um, we have a full time employee for the ship, uh, as we call it, connectorship, and um, but I'm I'm still you know I was the sales guy for Pride in terms of news, so I'm still touching, as we call it, pride clients um, and mentioning both pride and connectorship. I'm touching connectorship clients and doing both. Um, but you're right. To do this right, it's very hard. It's very hard, quite honestly, uh, with the 23, 24 year old baby pride products to let go. Um, I'm not letting go. Wendy's awesome, but I'm still involved, just a lot less so. Um, so that's, that's the time it's commitment. Really the full, Connectorship's a full-time business and Pride's a full-time business and Connector Central kind of tags along, along with everything. Okay. okay. So I noticed you guys actually have staff now for your, uh, for Connectorship and Connector Central. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I mean, you guys must be doing pretty well to be able to hire a staff. Are they full-time? Well, Connectorship, um, I know just Connectorship and don't forget Connector Central uh, Connectorship is on Connector Central, as Wendy described. I, I want to say that's her biggest booking within the range, I think, when is that correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that the ship has done over 300 events in less than a year, just to give you a, a size. We have one full-time paid employee for the ship, um, and then we have gig workers as our hosts. Um, and, you know, I'm not paid anything. I was never paid for 24 years. I hope there's some <laughs> profits as, is, as with Wendy, we, we always just get whatever is left. Um, but yeah, no, it's going well, Vincent, um, but it's still in its infant stage. Sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about the trivia. So according to your website, game nights have been a long part of your family culture. What are some of the games you played as a family that helped shape this passion for competition? Um, is it okay if I take this one or do you yeah, want well, Let me just quickly say, so Andy started probably like 12 or 15 years ago, a family game night and he wears game day. It's called family game day. And he wears that outfit and he, it's like 40 people in our house and he runs all these games and that's where he became like the game master. So now you can check so, it. Yeah. So it, it was 10 families and Vincent, you should know is, um, our kids, um, at, when we started this, and I think you're right, about right, 15 years ago. So our kids probably were like seven through 12. I mean, that type of range. And then we had adults. And I was all about what I said earlier about games. Everyone involved, everyone get a turn. Hey, the seven-year-old's on your team. Let him or her get a shot. So um, the main core games because uh, of trivia were top 10 lists. Um, and and uh, I don't think Wendy said it, it was on New Year's Day that we did it. So that was the theme. Um, it was the day out. Yeah, it was New Year's Day. You had done your New Year's Eve party and we hosted and we'd split up the room into four teams. There'd be most families were family of four or five. So you'd have one person from each family on a team and the content had to be good. So um, there were some for children, some for adults. And, you know, like what was the uh, top 10 um, most trafficked websites in 2020? Uh, everyone can answer that. The kids might know that better. You know, what were the most popular songs? Yeah. Google. So, <laughs> so, right. So yeah. triv trivia and top 10 were uh, games that we probably did the most of during game day. And then of course we had the ability since we were live, we could do something like, uh, 
how many, how high can you stack, you know, 30 um, solo cups, how high up there. And we, each teams would face off or bouncing a ping pong ball into a cup or a knock hockey board. How many goals could you make with one shot um, rolling dice? There were, if it was a nice January 1st, we'd even go outdoors. We did that one or two years and we'd make foul shots and football throw, et cetera. So I'll just say, though, the thing that um, gave him confidence on connectorship to go forward is that people love our game day and kids who are we're little kids now come back from college and post-college to it every year. So we know that games really connect people and they're fun, even if you're not a game person, that camaraderie and connection with people, that's where it gave us the confidence to do that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, um, my wife and I are big trivia buffs um, and, you know, the, the, you know, we work under the same roof and we've been doing that for a year now, but we rarely see each other, you know, like, you know, she picks my son up after, you know, after work, you know, I'm, I'm running my daughter off somewhere like we're, we're under the same roof, but we barely see each other, but seven o'clock it's jeopardy time, you know, and we get together and we sit there and there's competition and, you know, it's, it's nice. It's a bonding experience. And I love that you guys have that, that sort of fabric that keeps the family together and you ha and it's trivia. And, you know, I remember growing up and, and doing things on new year's day, but never anything as cool as that. <laughs> so, so you mentioned your, your daughter, Amy, um, she's listed as the creative director of uh, connectorship. Uh, is this a full-time job for her? And how does she feel about, you know, doing something like this? That's, you know, part of the family. Uh, well, we can both answer it. I mean, Amy was, um, you know, in between junior and senior year, Wendy said she came back in the spring. We had her for the summer. She went back to school. She's still a host, um, but the creative director portion, she was running our social, our website. She built our website. She created our social media um, and continued to give input on new games. Um, she was a full-time student actually up until two or three weeks ago when she graduated college. And now she's, you know, living her life, always available, even did an event last week, um, but she is not a full-time um, member. And, um, you know, I know you'll possibly talk about social media and Wendy will address that, but no, when uh, Amy is actually on her own, she's a full-time consultant. Um, she has some ownership stake um, and she's always, she just actually um, interviewed, uh, ran the recruiting process for a potential new host. So she's kind of, uh, and we'll see, she comes back from the summer, what she's going to do. Right. So if this, you know, the connectorship stays around for a while, maybe she's going to take over the family business. So you never know. You got two family businesses now. So that's pretty cool. All right. So uh, back to the games and trivia, um, you know, people love them. Um, it's what connectorship is all about. Um, but you also use it as, as an entry point to sell promo, which I think is, is awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about this and how the results have been? Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we both have different stories. You know, the obvious use of swag is that um, we tell our clients after we've pitched and they're ready to book, you know, hey, about swag, meaning prizes or um, raffles. Were you interested? So the event's been booked um, because our parent company, Pride Products, does this and if you don't have your stash or you don't want to be bothered with this, we can handle it and our three quick things that we say pre-event you could send something to jazz up your staff or if it's a client facing send them a company logo hat or drinkware for them to use during the event secondly give away prizes or awards during the event and finally on the back end we say 
maybe you send them as a thank you for participating. Um, and that, that's the draw. And, and we have, um, I know for sure, um, several clients. Yeah, why don't you take care of it? I know Wendy has uh, maybe some better examples. I know a huge law firm, and that's our big niche, Benson and Swag, and it's become for a connectorship. Um, they gave us a shot on event. They had a go-to vendor for Swag, but they said, you know what? You're going to do this. We'll give you a chance. Wow. Huge firm, never got into, and bingo. Um, Wendy took over from there, from the pride side, and, and did a nice, uh, I think, of some aprons, which were beautiful. Um, I have another example. I have a uh, friend who's a distributor out in California. He pitched our Connector Central, and we ended up um, selling to a very large, major, 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 major company that everybody's heard of. Um, we sold a connectorship event and he sold the swag and it was a way for him to pitch an event because they needed an event with swag together. So, you know, obviously he takes all the swag from that major company and we'll take all the virtual events. That's great. I, you know, when I first read about you guys doing this, you know, you're, you're obviously you pivoted, you've got this new business that's kind of, you know, um, a life support during uh, you know a recession during a pandemic, um, but also you're able to kind of mix in your promotional products business with your new business, and I think it's just it's just a, a it's a win all around. So you guys, you know, kudos to you for seeing that opportunity and jumping on it. Um, so go ahead, Andy. I just got to add as a you know as as a sales professional, my whole career. Um, we, owe, we all of us salespeople need touch points and you can go in and ask about promo and if you get shut down for good reason budget or so forth and you only have promo you're, you got to drive away um, but what's great for us and now even in the follow-up for connectorship do you want to do another event no you know we're going back to in person hey by the way um, in terms of swag blah, blah, blah. So it's so cool as I have another, you know, gun in my holster. Um, actually I have two with central. Oh, we, we did games already. How about wine, you know, mixology right. or magic. So it's given um, us more ammunition, if you may, um, to go to battle. So let me ask you about marketing. Um, how do you guys get um, business? Is it, is it more word of mouth? Are you guys actively promoting um, your new business ventures? What is, what is your main um, uh, marketing avenue? You know, it's mostly our clients and then asking our clients for referrals and then our clients also on their own. You know, somebody in marketing might say, well, I don't need this, but they speak to their colleague in events and events comes over to us and we never worked with events before. So it's it's a lot of word of mouth and reaching out to clients and seeing who in their company does events. Awesome. Um, so let me, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up social media um, because gaming and social media really go hand in hand. Have you been able to integrate social media into your strategy for a connectorship? Great question. So we do have a social media presence. We're on um, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, we post regularly, um, but I would not say that we've done anything else. We've been talking about how do we do like a digital marketing campaign so we can kind of build some organic um, 
following and, you know, maybe get some prospects that way, but we haven't done anything. We just post just like we do for Connector Central, Connectorship and, and Pride Products post two to three times a week on those social media platforms. Have you noticed that that has benefited you in any way? You know where it's benefited us? It's um, we've gotten all our friends and, you know, over the years you accumulate a lot of Facebook or Instagram friends. Um, they didn't, they don't know what you're doing until you post it on that. And then you start posting those things and then they think of their company or their friends. So it has generated some word of mouth for us. Yeah. I would think that's, uh, that a, you know, a game based type of, um, company, I think that would, if, if I owned the company, I would be pushing it heavily in my personal, not my business. Like, I think that's kind of where, you know, the sweet spot would be for that. Because again, like this is perfect for somebody sees it in, you know, a personal uh, Facebook feed and they're like, oh, that would be cool for my business, you know? And I think that's kind of where uh, the appeal is. So trade shows and events, they're coming back. What do you think, you know, for the future of Connectorship? Is there going to be less demand for virtual events, more demand, about the same? Um Unfortunately, less demand for sure. But um, don't forget, reduced demand from an unlimited potential demand still leaves a lot of room, right? Sure. It, was it was huge. Um, so as for Connectorship's plan, I guess it's simple. We want to identify uses that we believe will be very relevant to our clients. Um, um, and clearly organizations, companies um, that are all... not that are not under the same roof is, is an obvious, right? If you're in, you got a Chicago, Dallas and, and LA, um, let's get them all together a little more frequently. Yeah, we'll start flying them in, but do you have to fly them in four times a year? Virtual events um, is, a, is a great avenue there. And then um, what about organizations where membership um, or associations where membership is all over the country, let alone world? We've done events just so you know, where people from India, European countries, Canada, um, so um, again, the geographical challenge now that people have seen that uh, Zoom works um, is, a, is a good avenue. And then, you know, even universities, larger corporations where they care about alumni, former employees, again, alumni are scattered. So I'm playing off this uh, geographical challenge, Vincent, that now with Zoom, that's no longer a challenge. And um, if you wanted to be really specific with some examples, law firms, again, I touch on because that's huge for Wendy and I. Um, if you're a law firm or even a company with interns and associates, but you have some in Chicago and some in Miami and some in Boston, um, what a great way to have one event. Um, you know, each office does their own in person. But what about once during the summer you have everyone together so they can meet their their colleagues there? Isn't that a natural? And then again, staying with law firms, they go back to school. You're going to probably hire them. How do you stay connected? One's at Harvard and one's at Stanford. You're not going to fly everyone back. So again, so what we need to do is really um, define, um, like I said, areas, uses that are relevant and try to really, that's our messaging um, and, and overcome this whole um, zoomed out type of thing. And companies also might see the value of a virtual event over in-person event because it's just so much less expensive and a lot less planning. You know, we take care of everything. Basically, you book us, we send you a Zoom link, you just get your people to come and we take care of the whole thing as opposed to an in-person event, which has so many logistics and is so expensive. 
Yeah, I think you guys, you know, nailed the, the crux of this. I think going forward, we're going to get rid of a lot of unnecessary travel, you know, and, and you know, I've read uh, a bunch of stories about how, like you said, Andy, like in the past, you would fly out, oh, I got to go over here to California, you know, for a meeting, where in the past that was normal. Now, like if it's, if it's not crucial, people are going to now trim their, their traveling budgets mm-hmm. significantly by doing these you know, virtual conferences and virtual meetings. And I, I do think, like you said, Andy, yes, it, there's going to be a decrease in virtual events, but I think virtual is here to stay, clearly here to stay. Um, and we're gonna be seeing a lot of hybrids too. Like, you know, we, we talked about that, um, you know, because we have our ASI show coming up. Like, how do we accommodate everybody? You know, you got the people who wanna be there but we have the people who don't, who aren't comfortable yet. They're not ready to go into this um, physical space yet. You know, if they're not vaccinated, maybe they're spooked a little bit. How do you do a hybrid model? And I think that's kind of, uh, you know, it plays into this whole thing. So, yep. So, I'm going to end the podcast um, <laughs> with some trivia because you guys are trivia people. Um, what we're going to do here is uh, you're each going to get three questions. I have six categories. Uh, you're going to pick the category. I have only three qu- questions per category. So uh, you guys, sorry, Andy, go ahead. I, I just want to, I'm sorry, interrupt. Because That's okay. Keep using the word trivia. And, and I don't think I got a good share to let people, listeners on connectorship, because people sometimes use trivia as a generic and then sure. people know the right. We um, are not trivia only trivia is one of our like in a normal event uh, uh, it's eight activities trivia being one eighth but we have we have a top 10 list we have a memory game we have word association we have a riddle hunt and that i just wanted people to understand that it's a variety of different activities and that's our differentiator vincent because there's a lot of straight trivia guys out there i'm sure they're fantastic and that's an hour of trivia or an hour of scavenger hunt right our our point so i just and so this game of trivia, Wendy is probably the favorite because she owns pop, <laughs> she owns pop culture, she owns movies. Her no, husband, I don't own it. I don't. So <laughs> I don't know. Don't look at me because I'm wearing the zebra stripes. <laughs> well, that's He's good. <laughs> so, so at the end, once we're done this, you guys can give all the information to your websites so everyone can check them out. But let's get to um, our, our game of trivia. Uh, we have six categories: TV, movies, sports, geography, history and pop culture uh you guys can choose the first person to three wins okay let's start with wendy i'll choose movies movies now i made these somewhat difficult because i figured you guys were movie buffs and i you know so so okay yeah okay so let's get so okay movies all right in back to the future what year does marty travel back in time to Oh God, let's see. I'm just gonna guess, 1930. Wrong. Oh God. 1955. Oh. All right, maybe that was too hard. All right, Andy, you're up. I get to pick a category, let's go with sports. Okay, I don't know how much of a sports buff you are, but I'm gonna pick one here. All right, who has won more Stanley Cups? Wayne Gretzky? Mario Lemieux or Mark Messier? Wow. Can you name the three three guys again were? um... Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, or Mark Messier? 
I will go with, um, let's see, the Penguins. Andy's going to have to add this to his trivia. That's a, good, that's a great question. I will take that from you, Vincent. Let's go with um, Wayne Gretzky. Nope, Mark Messier. Oh. Messier has six, and Gretzky's got four, and Lemieux has two. So we have no score. We could be here for a while, and that's okay, because I have a lot of questions. All right, Wendy, you're up. Oh, boy. I'll try pop culture this time. Pop culture. All right. Oh, I'm hoping I didn't make these too difficult. Okay, here we go. There are only two U.S. states where it's illegal to pump your own gas. Name them. Illegal. Well, I know New Jersey because I, we live in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And the other state, I have no freaking idea. Um, well, you have a one in 49 chance. Yeah. Okay. I have lifeline, Anne. Do you know that? <laughs> like, why would I help unless I can get half that point? I don't I'll split know. the point. All right, I'm just going to choose a random, like, let's see, why did New Jersey do it? Um, I don't know, Kansas. Oregon, Oregon. Oh, so, close. so I'm going to give Wendy a half point for that one. You guys live in New Jersey. I don't know. Andy, should I give her a half point for that one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> one half point to no points. All right, Andy, you're up. All right, let's go to geography for 100. Ooh, geography. I'm a big fan of geography. All right. Let's go with this one. Uh, geography. Which country is home to the tallest mountain in the world, Mount Everest? Ooh. Um, I think the Dalai Lama is there. Um, why am I drawing a blank here? It's not... Um, it's not Thailand. Oh my God. I, I know they, uh, Tibet. Ooh, so close. Nepal. Nepal. That's what I know. Nepal. Yes, Nepal. I, I, oh, my bad. I, that's I really... okay. We're, we're, we're good here. We're going to be going for a while. I love lots of trivia questions here. All right. One half point to nothing. All right. I mentioned that Andy's the gamer, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say trivia is one of the games of 25. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll do, I'll try, um, I'll try history. History, okay. All right, I feel good about this one. How many white stripes are on the American flag? Oh gosh, I should know that. I'm gonna embarrass myself. Which, by the way, while she's thinking, Vincent, we would never do direct <laughs> like this because we tell our clients we're never gonna embarrass their, <laughs> their people. So. All right, I'm just gonna guess 13. How many, <laughs> how many white stripes? Seven to steal it. Seven red stripes, six white stripes. Okay, ah! we're good. Okay, we're good here. We're good. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do all of these questions. I'm okay with that. All right. <laughs> you can cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Andy, you're up. First to one, right, Vincent? All right, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back to sports. Okay, please. sports. Um, all right. You get this one. I know this. How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan win with the Bulls? Ooh, NBA championships. Wow. He doesn't get it. Let me no, get MVP, it. like MVPs, I think it's five championships. Wow. I want to, um, oh, I'm going to go five. Six. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. I was going to pass it over to Wendy. Wendy, did you know that answer? Well, I was going to say five, so just okay. be honest. That's okay. All right, Wendy, you're up. 
All right. Well, I haven't tried TV. Let's, let's give that a try. TV. Let's do TV. All right. This one, you're going to get this one. What is the name of the town the Simpsons live in? Oh, God. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy. Why don't... I thought you were going to say Gilmore Girls. I thought you were going to say the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you want to take this one? I'm, I, I'm, I don't watch TV, so I don't know that. So we're both, uh, you got to watch the Simpsons. You have the worst trivia people. It's kind of like the cobblers. Kids don't have shoes. Like we don't have trivia, but we can execute. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so I'm going to do one more question each. Let's do this. All right, Wendy. Yeah. Oh, I I okay. Um, let's try geography. Wait, she got okay. the last, she got the last question. Okay, Andy, my bad. So Andy and then Wendy. Go ahead, Andy. Well, uh, Andy, and then it's over. I mean, gotta then it's be over. Okay, so if you win, if you get this question, you win. I win, and if not, Let's Wendy wins. Wendy's <laughs> win. That's right. All right, I'll go with either sports or geography. Those are the only two I have a shot at. I would keep missing by a point. Um, so you pick. All right, I'm going to do geography for you. There are five states with coastlines on the Gulf of Mexico. Name three. Okay, well, um, California. The Gulf, Gulf of Mexico. Oh, the Gulf of Mexico. The Gulf yeah. of Mexico. My bad. I apologize. So we'll go with Louisiana, um, well, Florida, Alabama. Um, ding, ding, ding. You win. Andy, you won. You only had to name three. All right. <laughs> he won by a half a point. <laughs> we're, all all right. win we're all winners. I win, all winners. I win every day with having my wife. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, this has been great. You know, got to learn a lot about what you guys have done during the pandemic. Um, you know, it sounds like a really great um, endeavor that you guys have started here. Uh, before we go, can you guys let us let everyone know um, your websites, your information, if they want to get in contact with you? Sure. Connectorcentral.com. C-O-N-N-E-C-T-R central.com. Phone number, emails on there. And then and then connector ship. It's just simple. Connect the letter R and ship all one word dot com 973-788-6986. Awesome. And if, and if anybody wants to partner with us where you do the swag, we do the virtual events. We'll never go after your clients. For we've sure. act, and we've actually had some distributor, Vincent, um, that's booked events. They get we give them, a, you know, a split of the action and we, we promise not to touch the swag. So. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. I know you're busy and, uh, you know, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much, Vincent. Bye-bye.